BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When Big Mobile charges you an arm and a leg, they're taking your money and your power. And your arm and leg. Boost Mobile gives your power back with an unlimited plan for $25 a month on one of America's largest 5G networks. We can't give you back your arm and your leg because we're not qualified surgeons. Unless you're an iguana who can grow limbs back. Switch to Boost and get an unlimited plan for $25 a month. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. New customers only. One line, $25 per month with auto pay. Additional restrictions apply. See BoostMobile.com for details. From Orange County. I had no idea that was your husband. To New Jersey. I never expected this. Stepping up. Get behind the scenes and relive the drama. Don't talk to him. He's a little twerk. All of this is unimportant to me. With exclusive interviews and celebrity guests. Let me tell you something right now. This is Getting Real with the Housewives. Fabulous. Going with the wind, Fabulous. Now, here is your host. Hey guys, welcome to Getting Real with the Housewives, a Housewives podcast from right here at Us Weekly, where we break down all your latest Housewives news, give you exclusive interviews with your favorite ladies, and dish the dirt on all things Real Housewives related. I'm your host, Christina Garibaldi. And I'm your co-host, Joe Drake. Now, before we get started, we wanted to make sure that you know that you can listen on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, this week, Dorinda Medley breaks down her feud with Tinsley Mortimer and reveals where she stands with John post-split. But first, we have to catch you up on all your Housewives news, and there is a lot of it. Right, Joe? There is a ton, as always. And I think we have to kick it off and talk about Andy Burris winning The Masked Singer. Oh, my God. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? I mean, <laughs> I, I do have to say, I don't watch this show religiously, but I no. happen to check YouTube clips just for fun. And when I saw The Night Angel from a few weeks back, I was like, that is absolutely Candy Burris. I think the fun, the reason it's become such a hit is it gets everyone involved and it's a fun guessing game to think like, you know it's a celebrity and you hear the voice, so you're trying to put two and two together. But Candy's voice, A, is phenomenal and B, really recognizable, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but I mean, she does have a music background, so this shouldn't right. be like too much of a surprise. No, I mean, even when she was on Watch What Happens Live recently, Andy Cohen was like, I know 100% it's you. And of course, Candy had to play the game and be coy and say, you know, I don't know, it's or, you know, or she denied yeah, it, I guess. But of course, we actually spoke to Candy. Us Weekly did, and she talked about being the first female winner, which I had no idea that it was just men before her. I didn't know that either. And then I like know. that no woman has made it past the top three, which is crazy. Right, I know because they've had a lot of really good singers on there. But I think the whole idea of the show is to get them to not guess who you are. Right. Right. Yes. You yeah. Know? You don't want it to be that obvious. No, because they've had <laughs> on like. Chaka Khan and Dionne Warwick, like those like 
or Patti LaBelle, like these phenomenal singers that are so iconic, you know who they are. Yes. But, you know, Candy said she did it for her family and that her mom and her daughter really wanted her to do it. And of course, her fellow housewives posted congratulations, but there was one housewife that <laughs> did not. <laughs> and that was Miss Nene Leakes. Of so, course, of yeah. course. Nene throwing shade even when she does nothing, right? Of course. And with Nene having a problem with Candy getting all the spinoffs, I'm sure she was very upset that Candy is getting recognition from yet another hit show. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure you this know. is just adding fuel to the fire. Right. <laughs> uh, let's move on to this story because I really like this, that the housewives are actually auctioning off some of their reunion dresses for COVID-19 relief, which I think is yeah. fantastic. Oh, my God. I'm like obsessed with this story. I A, I love that it's for a good cause. Yes. And two, I love being able to just go on this site and look at the auction items and like it says the name of the person you see the dress on them you like get to know who the designer is and who they wore it's just kind of fun all around how was this whole thing started okay so miami housewife anna kinsoses i think there's a fabulous way to say it but i don't know how to say it but, um, <laughs> it um, sounded fabulous she, to me it's okay so <laughs> she, she started it which i think is great and to be honest with you, I haven't thought about Miami Housewives in a really long time. So it kind of made me think maybe I should go back and rewatch that, even right. though it didn't succeed. I don't think I ever watched but it. No. Yeah. It, I think there's a show there. I just think it maybe wasn't the right time. Yeah. But anyway, of course, Sonia donated some pieces by Sonia by Sonia Morgan. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I love that the dress that Denise Richards donated was a Giovanni. Giovanni. <laughs> Who amazing. knew she was wearing a Giovanni? <laughs> Who knew? Yeah, Andy Cohen actually donated a suit that he just wore for the Atlanta reunion that he wore in his house, which is great. I was actually also happy to find out that we wear the same size. Hey, maybe I'll bid on it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, we got Teresa. She did it. Denise, like you said, Caroline Manzo. So a lot of women really got in, got involved in this, which I think is great. I love how Jackie from The Real Housewives of New Jersey only donated a top. And I hate to make fun of her because it, it was like a nice thing, obviously, because it's for charity. But like these women are giving over these like really high priced items. And she's like, here's and here's just a blouse. Here's, here's a blouse. <laughs> yeah, I, can't I was part like, with anything okay. else in my closet. Here's a blouse. No, <laughs> but also too to be a little gossipy in true housewives fashion. I did notice some names that were absent from the list. I mean, Maybe, obviously, they're probably doing charitable things for COVID-19 and other ways. But, right. And, or maybe they, you know, just couldn't make it work. But I would have loved to have seen something from Dorit or Erica because their fashion is just insane. And oh, I feel yeah. like because it's so over the top, those are the kind of items people want to bid on. Totally. The yeah, more sort of costume thing. I'm surprised. Ramona. I know. And nothing from the Atlanta ladies either. I mean, right. maybe... Anna from Miami is still reaching out. This may be an ongoing thing, so we sure. will keep everyone posted. Definitely, yes. All right, let's keep you posted on what's going on between Megan King Edmonds and Jim Edmonds. Like, this is just Ugh. so hard for me to even <laughs> keep up with. We've talked about it before. I, she's not even on the show anymore. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. And she's still, like, making headlines. Like, every single time we write about her, people are just obsessed I, about what's going well, on. I, I, that's exactly what I was just going to say. For some reason... Megan King Edmonds and Jim Edmonds have people fascinated. Right. Okay. So what's going on? So both of them really aren't pleased that the other has been traveling during the 
coronavirus, which I right. mean, understandable. They really should. Yeah. Be. So <laughs> Megan initially had the kids. They have three kids, Aspen, Hayes and Hart. She had them in L.A. They are now with their dad, Jim, in St. Louis. And apparently they're not happy with each other about the traveling. My question is, they the kids got from L.A. to St. Louis somehow. Right. So that had to that, that had to have been their decision. Right. I, this is what I, I don't, don't get understand. It. it just seems like they just want to jump at anything to right. say something bad about each other in the press. And it seems to be happening. But at least they are both moving on with new people. They are moving on with new people. As we've talked about on previous podcast episodes, Jim is now dating that girl, woman, uh, yeah. I should say, that they had a threesome with, which is fascinating. And Megan has a new boyfriend named Christian, who I think is totally cute and it seems like a good fit. What do you yeah, think? I think so, too. I think this is good for her. He is what a CEO of an emergency survival kit company. Yeah, so very from- cool. Very cool. He's from Utah. Very outdoorsy. He's a dog lover. He seems like that really rugged type. Very cute. He's actually a, also a podcast host of oh. a podcast called Life Uncharted. I mean, maybe we should invite him on 100%. our show. Yes, Christian, whenever you're available. So are we. Yeah. But I think I do hope that this works out for both of them because it sounds like they need to both move on. But I I fear that for Jim's new girlfriend and Megan's new boyfriend, that they're just going to get pulled into the drama. Oh, my God. So much drama. Well, at least so we'll see. at least uh, Jim's girlfriend is very up close and personal with Megan. So yes, right. <laughs> she probably wants to be a part of the drama. Clearly, oh, clearly, <laughs> clearly. OK, so let's move on because this has turned into the Joe Judice podcast. So we should have a Joe Judice segment because we, really we talk should. about him every week. Talk yeah. about someone who's not even on the show anymore. Also, not even a housewife, but a Not house even, husband. Yeah, but he clearly still making headlines. And yeah. this time he is uh, boxing, right? Yeah. So this week in Joe Judice News, he is going, <laughs> he signed a boxing deal to be on some sort of celebrity boxing show. Wow. And the details as of now are that he plans to box in October. It'll be in the Bahamas that he, so he can still travel there. Yeah. Um, it's unclear as to who he's going to face off against, but. I'll be keeping track of the story to keep everyone informed because it's going to be so weird and random to watch, but it's going to be like a car crash. Like, I just have to, I have to look. You have to look. You have to pay attention. <laughs> I mean, I, but he, ever since he went away to prison, he lost a ton of weight. He He's has in great been boxing. shape. He's in really good shape. He posts like some boxing videos on his Instagram. So clearly he's not just getting in the ring without any practice, but uh, right. still will be interesting to see. And I hope, too, that some of the restrictions have lifted. Maybe the girls can go visit him in the Bahamas and the Jersey camera crew can go down and we can really get an insider look at this. Yeah, something tells me they'll make that work. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So a lot of people have been taking their hair matters into their own hands since they've been home for quarantine. And Teddy Mellencamp is no exception. She dyed her hair pink. She dyed her hair pink. I have to say, I think she looks fantastic. I mean, she's a gorgeous woman. Mm -hmm. She posted on Instagram if everyone wants to go take a peek. I mean, fans were commenting that she it looks great. It does. It looks really, really good on her. And, you know, she said she always wanted to do something super drastic and she did it. She did it. You know, she just had baby number three Mm -hmm. and she wanted to do something drastic, like you said. And it's not like she dyed her hair bright pink all around like it's sort of like a highlight situation it is it's it's a very subtle like it's not right i mean it, it's it's really i'm like looking at it right now it looks really yeah. pretty pretty 
pretty cool. Stassi uh, Schroeder from Vanderpump, who we know is a good friend of Teddy's, commented uh, saying that she's definitely hot and that she's been wanting to do this. So maybe we'll see that happen relatively soon. Yeah, have you done anything crazy to your hair? I have not. The only yeah. crazy thing is that I'm still washing it. So <laughs> no, completely. <laughs> that's pretty, I'll, that's I'll like take a shower. It. I'm like, should I wash my hair today? Okay, fine. <laughs> yes, yeah. That's that's the extent of it. No, and yeah. my husband won't let me cut his hair either. So it's been relatively. Oh, he won't. No, no, and I'm a little scared too as well. So I think I'll, yeah. I'll screw something up, but. I don't people know. People but... are, I know, people are shaving their heads, dyeing their hair mm-hmm. pink. Getting creative. I like it. I like or it. Or some people are just letting it grow out. So mm-hmm. I guess we'll see what we all look like when this is over. <laughs> I know. Have you cut your hair? So my roommate actually does hair for a living. Oh so my God. I am very spoiled in the <laughs> fact really that <laughs> I have gotten two free at home haircuts by, and he works at a very sort of high end salon here in the city. So. He gives me the treatment. Oh so my I'm, god! I'm you very lucky. Spoiled. <laughs> I, I know. love that. I love that. Okay, let's talk about. Let's kind of dive into this week's episodes. We have to talk about Kyle. So she yes. after after the episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills aired, she went on Twitter and kind of slammed Garcelle and Denise for slamming her. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what was interesting about this week's episode. And I wanted to talk about it on the podcast this week. You know, Garcelle, I wasn't really sure what Garcelle was trying to get at at Erica's house. She was kind of jumping on the bandwagon, ganging up on Teddy. And my theory is she didn't really mean what she said. She just figured she had to get in the conversation somehow. 100%. She's like, oh, I'm not really getting a lot of airtime. Maybe I should (laughs) uh, slam Kyle a little bit and see how that goes. No, I guess it's working because, you know, we're talking about it. We're talking about it. But they were kind of like mean girls in the back of the car, you know, talking about her outfit and, you know, saying that Kyle doesn't really talk to you. She talks at you. I mean, who knows? I mean, yes, Kyle has done some questionable things in the past, but I don't know. Yeah, it was it was strange. And, you know, speaking of my roommate, we actually sort of bickering about it after we watched Beverly Hills this week because he was taking the other lady's side and I was like, I think I'm team Kyle. They gotta leave her alone. Like, I just don't understand the dynamic. I think everyone's jealous that she's close with Teddy, yeah. which we'll get into. Which I we'll mean, get into, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm team Kyle on this. I feel like I the other too. ladies are being kind of ridiculous. Yeah, I spoke to Tamara Judge recently, who we're going to have yes. a full interview with her next week. She's great. Oh, good. But she, you know, we talked a little bit about Kyle, and she said, that I feel like Kyle is really getting a bad edit this year. And it's like, you know, it's always somebody's turn, but it seems like it's Kyle's turn this time. So anyway, so Kyle took to Twitter. She said that she's been nothing but nice to Garcelle, and Garcelle snickering about her outfits and she said, Garcelle snickering that my outfit is hideous while wearing stretchy purple knee high boots with a pink suit dress that her stylist <laughs> picked for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Wow. But she, she came right back. She did. And she was also <laughs> she was also kind of mad that Lisa Rinna didn't stick up for her because, you know, Lisa's her friend, too. Right. Ugh. Yeah. Lisa, Lisa's been in a weird spot this season because I think people are expecting her because she's been around for as long as she has People are wanting Rinna to be on their side. And yes. she's kind of jumping between people. Yeah, she definitely is. Okay, let's move on to our clip of the week. <laughs> clip! Clip! Okay, so our clip of the week, speaking of Beverly Hills, we're going to stick with this and talk about Erica Jane had this like astrologer person on, which mm-hmm. I thought was fascinating. And they've done this in the past, actually, on Beverly Hills, 
but he gave the ladies a really interesting reading, but he specifically gave Denise a really telling read. Let's take a listen. So Denise has a very intensely complicated chart. Oh! Yes. Because you are it's the- It's not the first time I've heard right. this, by the way. Really? I'm sure. No. Aquarians are very friendly, they're open, and then because of the Scorpio moon, you're also very loving. But the thing is, there is a side of you that is gonna be hidden. So, of anyone, the one that will have the most to reveal would be you. Oh. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, so finally, we're getting a little bit of a, yes. an official teaser into what Denise is hiding. We are, so, we are <laughs> and, slowly inching towards the finish line. And we, and we all know what she's hiding, so we're all like, let's get to it. Yes, it's like, stop teasing us already. Give it to I, us. I know. And I think this is probably a good way from like a producer standpoint to be like, let's wait to see. They knew that this astrology thing had happened and that Denise was given this reading. So I think it's the perfect moment for them to open the door to this drama because we haven't seen the older cast members right. come on yet. And I know that we all know that they're going to be on based on the trailer for this season. We haven't seen Camille. We haven't seen Adrian and we haven't seen Brandy. And we all know Brandy's going to be a big part of this. Yeah, I almost like kind of forgot that this whole Brandy thing was going to happen because what are we like six, no. or seven weeks into the season and we haven't gotten there yet. I like almost we're completely forgot about it. But yeah, we're all wrapped up in this Kyle Richards drama. I'm like, uh, this is just the opening act yes. or the, the main event. Okay? <laughs> we haven't seen anything yet. Yes. Um, well, speaking of drama, we have to talk about Real Housewives of New York. As we know, the past couple weeks have been a little tough for Dorinda and she would be the first to minute. So I recently sat down and spoke with her and she opened up about what her relationship is like with Tinsley right now. Not so good. And how things are going with her and Ramona. Take a listen. Of course, we have to talk about the big fight between you and Tinsley. Looking back on it, do you think you were a little too hard on her or do you feel like you, you were justified in how you were feeling? Well, I did. I think this is what I think. Yes. I think, you know, you always look back and we could have done it better. And, and, but at that point, you know, Tinsley's going to start chiming in on stuff that she, you know, she really knows nothing about just, just to chime in on it, not to really have an opinion. And Tinsley has really told us nothing about her life. Yeah. So, you know, and these are women, Ramona, Luann, Sonia, you know, and now Leah that really were calling me engaged in my life, you know, concerned and know my life, you know, mm -hmm. go to dinner with me, go, you know, live in New York city. And I just thought that Tinsley was being a little bit like, a know-it-all or something. I don't know what sort. She was almost being so like, called like, oh well, like big deal a little bit, you know. Yeah. So I, I think I got overly offended. And yes, of course, you always wish you handled these things better. But you know what? As I always say, that's how I was feeling at the time. You know, there's other things going on in the background that you know people don't know about or people don't see. Mm -hmm. And and Tinsley doesn't really know us. You know, she came back, lived with Sonia, then lived in a hotel. Yeah. For the four months we were filming. We didn't really hang out with her that much. Do you think that she didn't make the effort to get to know you very well? Well, I don't think she really knew any of the girls that well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not like, you know, the good news about the rest of the other, you know, me, Ramona, Lou, Sonia, is that we all see each other. When we're not filming, we're still seeing each other. We yeah. go to dinner, we go for a walk, we have lunch. You know, we're in each other's lives. Mm -hmm. Whereas Tinsley would stop filming with us at the end of December and go just silent until we, next time we'd all see her would, would be the reunion. Right. 
No idea where she was, what she was doing. It was all very top secret. And here's the thing about that. That's great. And everybody should have that option. But then it's very hard to be on a reality show. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure it's very hard for you to open up about things that feel personal and close to you with somebody. Like you said before, you don't have, really have time for phonies anymore. And I don't know if Tinsley yeah. under that. Also, too, you gotta remember, it's unfair to the rest of the girls because these girls have put their whole lives out there. I mean, look at Luann. Yeah. Luann literally put her whole life for the world to see. Ramona, Sonia, we've had to go through all these different steps with Sonia. You know, it may be uncomfortable for the viewers sometimes, but it's why you love us. Yeah. No, that's true. I did enjoy your new one-liner, got an effing bitch and I served it warm. I did enjoy that. <laughs> Brenda, where do I come whip up with, or out with these things? I don't know, but it's fantastic. What's the status of your friendship with Tinsley now? Well, we, we just don't, we, I mean, it's, I mean, obviously we didn't end well, but we don't, we, I never really saw Tinsley when we weren't filming. Yeah. It just wasn't, I, she wouldn't even be living in New York right now. Yeah. I just don't, it's not a status thing. It's like saying, what's my status with you right now? Like, we really didn't hang out that much. We started, um, you know, we went, we did the coupon cabin. Oh, yeah, we did this thing with coupon cabin. Then they all took us, uh, we all did a, like a coupon cabin trip after it's that. And that was, you know, that was like more work. Sure. Than- yeah. What was your take when Ramona said that you were jealous of Tinsley on this last episode? So bizarre. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I think I think Ramona's jealous of Tinsley because Ramona wants to just find a rich guy and get married. <laughs> I have zero desire to do that. <laughs> yes. Sometimes Ramona doesn't realize she's talking about herself. <laughs> we see that I think in this upcoming episode, you and Ramona kind of get in get in it this episode. Yeah. You know, can you kind of tease what happens? And- well, Ramona likes to project, but she doesn't want to hear anything about herself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Ramona points out things and I point them back to her. Yeah. <laughs> but you but you guys are okay, right? Yes. I've known Ramona over 20 years, well over 20 years now. And I think also, too, the thing about Ramona, that was not, I felt like Ramona was a little insensitive to me for what I was going through this year. So whose oh, side boy. are you on? Yeah. Whose side are you on <laughs> with this whole Dorinda and Tinsley's mess? You know, it's tough because like I've said before, I, I'm, a, I'm a Dorinda person. We were very friendly. I know her better than Tinsley. So I'm biased and I sort of always team Dorinda. But, you know, being fair and watching last night's episode, also watching last week, and fans have been commenting on her Instagram. You know, she is sort of acting bullyish. She is sort of getting aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we saw last night, I thought was great. You know, she went to go see her life coach. And there's a lot going on with there Dorinda. Is. It's it's her grieving Richard for the first time, which I think no one ever really knew that she didn't do that before she's broken up with john the house flooded she broke her rib like there was just a lot of it's one thing after the other with her and clearly we've seen her taking it out on tinsley which i mean tinsley doesn't really deserve it if i'm being fair no i don't think she really deserves it either but it is interesting to say like you know dorinda doesn't feel like she should have to tell tinsley everything because tinsley's never around and she hasn't really made that much of an effort to get to know her, but right, you know, it's, it's definitely hard. I asked Dorinda as well, if she's been paying attention to any of the online kind of drama or the, the, like the divide. And she says, you know, she doesn't really give it the time of day and she never reads the comments and she doesn't really get sucked into all that because 
you know, she's just trying to live her life. And she said, you know, now's the time for me to be selfish. I really haven't been selfish my entire life. And now I'm doing stuff for me. And she's like, if I see somebody that's a phony, I'm not going to pay attention to it. So she right. seems to be like in her own headspace. And a lot of that has to do with her breakup with John. You know, we saw the demise of the seven and a half year relationship it seems like they're still on good terms. She actually spoke to us about that as well. She spoke about, you know, their split, you know, how he's been feeling watching these episodes back and, you know, why she's just mourning her late husband right now. So take a listen. How is your relationship with John now? I mean, did he kind of learn a lot about how you were feeling by watching the show this season? Yes. Well, that's the funny thing, you know, with the magic of TV, there, you know, there's not enough time. I, I never blame anything on editing, but you can't see the whole thing. It wasn't like there was some big breakup. In fact, John, poor John was like, what? Were we really broken up? It's just that I realized there was a change and I was going out with like more of my girlfriends on my own. We just, you know, someone said, well, when did you break up? I'm like, well, that's just a silly question. After you date someone seven and a half years and you're 55 years old, you don't really like break up. I mean, it's just that John's part of my life. And I say it on the show. He's still part of my life. He'll always, as I say on the show, he'll always have a seat at my table. We check in once a week with each other. You know, how can you, you know, feed a person for seven and a half years, sleep with that person for seven and a half years, have them involved in your ups and downs, and then one day just say, goodbye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, that's how I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does, do you want to get back together? Does he want to get back together? And do you see that in your future? I, we don't even think like that. You know yeah. what I mean? We're just now, we worked it. It, it, it took, it's, it, it's sort of taken on a different form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More of a friendship. The other day, one of his dogs died. He said, I'm really upset. My dog died. That's too bad. And Are you okay? You know, we're still engaged in each other's life. I just don't think we're good life partners. I think in a weird way, I've become more like I used to be before I met John, before all this happened. I've just kind of gone back to sort of a very quieter, just different. Yeah. And I think this COVID is going to even make me more different. I said, I mean, all I wear is like bohemian clothes now and stuff. I saw, thought I had to go to the city yesterday mm-hmm. uh, to pick up a bunch of tax stuff and, and just all this personal stuff that I, I needed to do, have up here and get some med- uh, medicine and stuff. And it was just weird seeing my closet. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, this isn't me. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you are so far from it, from the makeup down. Like, yeah. You know I mean? No, no. Totally. Right now, going to a department store and buying makeup, like, literally, I just go to CVS. I'm like, oh, I'll get this flavor Bonnie Bell today. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, whatever's been in my drawer for years, I'm sure it's all expired, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I, you know, I... It was hard hearing you say this past episode too, was that, you know, for the first time you feel like you're really mourning Richard, which, you know, kind of, you know, broke my heart a little bit. And, uh, you know, that I'm sure that's another reason why this season was probably so difficult for you. Well, remember, I, I, people don't really understand it because they're like, what do you mean you never went through this stuff? This is my country house. I arrive here on Fridays. I usually leave on Sundays or Monday mornings. We lived in New York. So I, of course, cleared that all up. But, sure. Once I came up here after he passed, it's not like I started going through all this stuff. You, you just, you know, I kind of like just picked up and started going. Like I had someone move all this stuff, a lot of it into the basement and the cedar closets, a lot of it packed up. And then I just sort of chose to keep running mm-hmm. again. Instead yeah. of dealing, I can do this, I can do this. 
just keep moving, just keep moving. It's going to be fine. So that was the first time I had to really, really see all. And, and, and it was a funny thing when I told my mother, I said, can you believe that uh, all of which stuff, I didn't get a chance to go through it. Just literally got thrown into a dumpster. But you know, it was, that was, it was a physical, it was a physical, um, you know, cleanse and an emotional cleanse, yeah. you know, and it, and it allowed, it freed me up to take ownership of this house fully which I think in therefore helped me take ownership of my life fully. Like this is it. Yeah. Like it, eyes wide open now, Lord. Eyes wide open. That's great. If it doesn't look good, I don't want to if it doesn't feel good, I don't want to do it. If it doesn't, you know, sound good, I don't want to do it. I've earned my badge in this. I've earned my stripes in this one, this area. Totally, totally. I mean obviously you can't really get out because of everything that's going on, but before all this, were you dating again? Do you want to start dating again once things kind of get back to normal? You know, I'm not. Ramona is a great dater. She's so good. She's so enthusiastic. She's out there. I've never been that type of person. I'm sort of going to let it, you know, I kind of let it. I'll probably end up eventually meeting somewhere, you know, at a dinner party with one of my friends or, you know, at the CVS. I don't know. <laughs> I think if it happens again, it will be very random. Yeah. But, um, I've had a couple gentlemen callers, you know, before the COVID. <laughs> no, someone wrote to me that just recently, and I had one dinner with them because I thought, why not? I'll go to dinner. And I made them go to dinner within my neighborhood within a block. Okay. Just in case. <laughs> I was like, I don't really know if I should be doing this, but if it's on my block, it's not it's just like a meeting anyway. So I got this very nice text the other night. I said, hi, it's so-and-so. I just want you to know that as soon as COVID told me, I would love to have another date and uh, have another wonderful evening with you in New York City. I'm thinking, did we have a wonderful evening? Or did, we... <laughs> did I something I don't remember? I just, I just remember ordering an entree, no appetizer, because it's going to go on too long. You're going back home. <laughs> You're like, were we at the same dinner? I don't think so. He's like, another wonderful evening. I'm like, I... I don't think you're writing to the right person. <laughs> you're like, who's this? You know, a lot of the ladies this past episode had to hear about the breakup through page six. Was that a conscious decision that did you not want to read? Really but it wasn't a breakup. They said, right. if you read page six, it says, during the medley seat about town, you know, by yourself, I've always gone out with Greg. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I just was going out more. Yeah, right. And after they saw me was at the uh, James Beard house, the James, you know, James Beard dinner, because mm -hmm. he does a lot of the dinners for them. And I always go as his plus one. So it was actually, there wasn't, it just wasn't right. I mean, I even read it the next morning. I was like, huh? <laughs> and I, I knew they'd run with it. Because it wasn't. In fact, I saw John like two nights later. We went to the movies. It wasn't like. It wasn't this big thing. No. <laughs> and I think the reason why that got picked up at the James Beard dinner there is because one of our, because, because someone that, you know, saw me there kind of, you know, thought it was a great story. Because I was sort of out and about on my own, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was, I was so engaged with getting the house done that I was always up here by myself or, you know, filming. Right. So it doesn't seem like Dorinda and John are going to be getting back together anytime soon. No. And like we, I think we spoke about this last week, you know. I don't think they should. I think no. they had a good run. Like Dorinda said, he always will have a place at her table, but it just, it just is, wasn't working, no, you know, it, and yeah. time for, for them to move on. I, I think too, we're going to start seeing in coming episodes why Dorinda is acting with such aggression. And I, I'm hoping that people will understand why she's acted the way she is. Cause I don't think she's just doing it 
for the show. I don't think she's doing it just to be mean. It's yeah. all coming from a, a really sort of sad and dark place. It really is. I mean, she even said during our sit down that there was a point before cameras started rolling the season that she like thought that she did not want to film anymore and that she was just kind of done with everything because she was in yeah. such a vulnerable and a sad space. So, you know, right. it, she's, it seems like she's been doing well now. So it seems like she said that she has she's had a few gentlemen callers. Nothing serious, but yes. we're glad Dorinda's getting back out there. Well, you know, she is quarantined in the Berkshires, as I'm sure yes. fans know. And she's with this gentleman who I actually spoke with her a few weeks back off, you know, offline. And we were talking on Instagram and... She showed me him and I just sort of assumed it was a friend, but now I might have to go ask her if they're if if that's like a bow. Right. Or yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't they know. have been spending a lot of time together. We will do some digging and let yes, everyone know. I know, totally. Okay, so <laughs> let's move on to who's being such a liar, Camille. You're such a fing liar, Camille. Oh, I love this segment. So for those of you out there that are just joining us for the first time, this is a segment where Christine and I pick someone who we think is lying. And we've, of course, named the segment after one of the greatest Housewives quotes of all time. Yes. Um, totally. Christina, do you have one this week? I did. Like We kind of brushed on it uh, earlier, but Garcelle saying that Kyle hasn't been really friendly to her. I I. I mean, yeah. obviously, we only get 42 minutes every single week of what goes right. on. But it seems like they have shown her make an effort. And, you know, she invited her to her home. And, you know, they they seem to be getting along. So, yeah, I mean, based on like you said, based on what we've seen, that's just an outright lie, because right. unless there was something that was on the cutting room floor that Garcelle was alluding to, which could have happened. Right. You know, they they film and they film and they film and we really only get to see a portion of everything that they've shot. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I said, Garcelle, where did that come from? Yeah, it, like we said earlier, it just seemed like, you know, she kind of wanted to stir the pot a little bit. But, right. I don't know. What about you, Joe? Going back to Miss Nene Leaks for a second, she's doing the old, I don't know if I'm coming back to Real Housewives of Atlanta thing now. She's mm -hmm. been doing interviews all around promoting the... The virtual reunions that have been so fun to watch. They're just absolutely crazy. And of course, everyone's wondering if she'll return. But, you know, she says she doesn't know. I, 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 I call she'll return. BS. <laughs> yeah. She will return. I mean, yes, she has left in the past, but I just don't like when they act so coy and so like, I don't know. Yeah. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. You know exactly that you're going to be coming back. You're just trying to, you know. You've. Yeah, you've already gotten the offer. You know how much you're getting paid. Yeah, mm -hmm. you just haven't signed the contract yet. Yeah, you haven't signed on the dotted line, but you're yeah. you'll be back. You'll be back. Yeah. Okay, who gonna check us, boo? Who gonna check me, boo? So again, for those of us just joining us, this is a segment we like to call "Who Gonna Check Us, Boo?" After mm -hmm. another Real Housewives of Atlanta legend, Sheree Whitfield, who I yes. think needs to come back. Hey, if so Nene too. doesn't want to come back, bring back Sheree. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Well, I. I seem to be on a Kyle Richards train this week, I guess. I didn't yes, realize okay. this, but <laughs> why do they all care that she's such good friends with Teddy? Like, why is I it know. a big deal? I don't, again, this is what I was talking about with my roommate too. I was like, do they really care that she's gotten close with Teddy? Yeah. It sounds like they're jealous that they're, they don't have 
that kind of bond with each other. Exactly. It's like, I, I mean, it's it's nice that she has a good girlfriend. Yeah, like, but if that's the case, just say, like, I wish we were all that close or how can we all no, hang right. out more together? Like, yeah, you know, allow yourself up, to be vulnerable and yeah, say, yeah. saying that they went to couples therapy, which, I mean, that oh. was a little much, but. Um, yeah, that was crazy. I'm it like, was a little oh, crazy. But yeah, I just, I don't understand why they're taking such issue with her being friends with her. I didn't enjoy Kyle's comment to Erica being like, well, you don't have good girlfriends. I didn't think that was very nice. No, and that's what is unfortunate in this sort of like drama that gets sort of brought out out of nowhere. You really do have to watch what you say because then it can turn into something you may regret. Totally. Ever saying, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, how about you? Mine, who gonna check us, boo? I don't think anybody can check us in saying that Miss Leah McSweeney has introduced these Real Housewives of New York gals to some really cool experiences. Their trip to the Russian bathhouse last night was, again, yet an iconic New York Housewives moment. We've had so many iconic moments, (laughs) I feel like, this season. Yes. I was all wrapped up in the Apple Orchard winery from last week that I was... Pleasantly surprised that they were doing another sort of outing. Yeah. And for those out there that don't live in New York or don't know about it, the Russian bathhouses are really far downtown. And as you saw last night, you know, Ramona and Tinsley and Dorinda were like, we never come below Canal Street. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it was, you know, very much not like an Upper East Side spa. It was down and dirty. And but it's actually very, very popular. And a lot of people like it. So I just love that Leah is like, ladies, you guys need some new experiences. And I thought it was just perfect. Yeah, no, I thought it was great. And speaking of new experiences, it looks like all the ladies head on up to uh, Newport, Rhode Island next week. Yes. And drunkenness and hilarity will ensue. Yeah, it seems like Leah is really enjoying herself a drink this season. (laughs) Uh, Yes, seriously. Uh, uh, Maybe a few too many. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But we'll enjoy it. We will. Good for us. Well, Joe, thank you so much for breaking down all things Housewives. Yeah, so fun. Always so fun. But that's it for this week's episode of Getting Real with the Housewives. Make sure to check back next week when we sit down with the one and only Tamara Judge. But if you need your Housewives fixed before then, head on over to usmagazine.com where we've got you covered and make sure you listen on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. When Big Mobile charges you an arm and a leg, they're taking your money and your power and your arm and leg. Boost Mobile gives your power back with an unlimited plan for $25 a month on one of America's largest 5G networks. We can't give you back your arm and your leg because we're not qualified surgeons. Unless you're an iguana who can grow limbs back. Switch to Boost and get an unlimited plan for $25 a month. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. New customers only. One line, $25 per month with auto pay. Additional restrictions apply. See BoostMobile.com for details.